right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spotless Minds podcast. It's your host, Olivia Jovenel. Now, you might be wondering, why am I talking like this today? It is because I am with my sister from another Mr. Mrs. L. Elion. I'm going to let her introduce herself because, you know, she's brilliant. She can do it by herself. So, Miss L. Elion, how are you today? How is, first of all, how is my accent today? How did I do with that introduction? Well, I was literally just about to say, like, I am loving the accent. It's very polished. It's, I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, um, you're in London. So, first of all, just, I'll let you introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are. Okay, cool. So um, as my lovely sister from across the pond mentioned, I am, my name is El Elion. I'm an attorney and a bar exam coach. I live in the UK, but I'm back and forth between here and the States. So nice, that's nice. it. Okay, okay. So I know you wanted to talk about um first of all my accent's going to be in and out because some things I just can't say um but I know you want to talk about um trademarking um and I knew you were a lawyer but what kind of lawyer are you specifically okay so as far as the UK I always did family law and contracts entertainment but as I've expanded now to the US my primary focus is on trademarks and pretty much just anything to help like business owners I try and keep it as narrow as possible so I just go by trademark attorney but if at the same time someone needs help with copyright or contracts just understanding the basics I'm always um, able to help with that too so very 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 cool um, so I'll let you go ahead and get started with what trademarking is and why is it so important for women in business? Okay, cool. So you literally just, it's like giving candy to a kid, you telling me that. So trademarks, it, it's very basic and I'll explain everything in simple, short terms. It's basically just federal protection over your brand name your brand logo or your slogan you can even trademark sounds and the whole idea is to literally just differentiate your brand and your business from another so they don't want you to be confusing one brand with another it's more so it's your intellectual property in a way that you own it and if someone's infringing on it or if someone's wrongfully using it then you can like take them to court federal court specifically if you get a federal trademark so the importance is not just to protect you from copycats or people trying to steal your ideas, but just to make sure that customers know that this is your brand, this is who you are, and they don't try and affiliate any knockoffs or others with your brand, which would essentially cause you to lose money if people are thinking other brands are affiliated with yours when they're not. So, Okay, so I understand that when it comes to uh, brands like Nike or you know clothing brands um, because you don't want the fake but does that apply to all businesses like podcasts like life insurance like even being a lawyer is that mm -hmm. all businesses you think need one or is it specific businesses okay so first of all not everyone needs a trademark I would say if you're not using it in business just want to 
to just touch on that before I answer your question properly. So if you have an idea that's a hobby, you're not using it in business, you actually can't trademark that. So basically the only way you can trademark something is if you're using it in business. So when it comes to businesses, like you said, life insurance, if you are building a brand and you're the face of the brand, even if you're not the face of the brand, and your company has built this stellar reputation, people know that this is a company who, you know, I can actually deal with because I know they are legitimate, they have great reviews. You just want to protect that brand identity as a whole, your reputation. So you can be, it could be Apple, Apple is obviously in technology, or you could be a personal brand. People will even trademark their names if they are like speakers and stuff because they know that this is their brand. They don't want somebody else to have the right to use that same name, confuse customers and ultimately get money from those who should be paying them. So right. any brand, as long as you're in business, you can get a trademark. And is that, and as long uh, as, uh, is that like LLC business? Like it has to be official with the state or is that just like, because my podcast isn't under LLC. Well, so. that's fine. An individual can also own a trademark. So... If yours isn't under an LLC, that's fine. You could register it under your government name with your details and you personally will own the trademark versus if you did have a business, you could register it as a under your business and then it would be like your business owns the trademark. So I use um, some people, it depends and it varies on people's situations. So I don't want to just say it's one is right or the other is not, but mm -hmm. you can always register it as an individual under a podcast so you're providing entertainment services by way of a podcast touching on certain topics if you have a specific name that you don't want others to be able to use as yours grows and blows up then I would say yeah trademark that so okay and then is there a certain time in your business that you need to do that is is it after maybe you've been consistent <laughs> for like okay I've been in business for a year like I know I'm gonna stick around or should you do it right away like what time frame or what um marker should you know like it's time for a trademark okay so there's two ways to answer this but again it depends everything depends on each situation individually however I'd say if you are just starting out and you have this brand name you know it's going to be really big. You know it's going to be amazing. First of all, the trademark application process takes forever. It's about, right now, about nine to 12 months. So if you are just starting out and you have a name, you could still practice. You could still take business without having a trademark. But the more eyes are on your brand, the more eyes are on your company, somebody can literally, and I've seen it, I've seen it too many times where somebody's building this brand and they haven't trademarked it, but they're still using it. They're still making money from it. And somebody else goes and registers that same name. In some cases, it's a case where they liked the name or they like, it could be a direct copy. In other cases, sometimes people just come up with the same idea. Multiple people come up with the same idea at the same time. And it depends on who goes to trademark it. So one thing is when you are trademarking, you either have to have proof of how you've used it in business or you can file under a way where you're telling the trademark office that you intend to use it. So it's the intent to use basis saying, okay, so I want to register this name. I haven't started using it in commerce yet, but I do intend to. So I'd like to put in this application. And then 
later down the line, I'd like to come back with the proof of how I've been using it so I can trademark it. So I would always say the earlier, the better, especially if you are, you have hope in your brand. If it's a case where you have like a logo, for example, you feel like, mm, I might, I might keep it. I might not, I might change it. There's no point trademarking a logo that you don't think you're going to be keeping in the long run, because once it's registered, it will last for 10 years. So yeah. And what uh, makes the process take nine to 12 months? So I guess there was like a, an influx of people just like, oh, I should be trademarking. I think that started from about 2021. So all these people all of a sudden had their eyes open. They all started getting their trademarks filed, which meant that the trademark office had a huge backlog. So all it is, what the majority of the way is, is people waiting for their applications to be given to an examining attorney. So another attorney from the trademark office will be the one examining the application to say yes or no, or this is too similar to Apple, or this is too similar to Starbucks. And they're ba you're basically waiting to get your application in front of one of those attorneys. So that's the waiting period. And then of course, if they come back with questions or you've done something wrong, or they don't want to register it, then that's another way going back and forth with them. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what even got you into trademarking? That's a good question. So when I studied intellectual property, at, like when I was in uni, it was one of my highest scoring ones. I always had an interest for it. But actually, I now know. So I did... Um, I was on Dewan Mutanga's podcast and now I understand everything as to why I ended up here, which I didn't even know before. But when I was doing family law, it was a lot of conflict and confrontation and people crying over their kids. And it was a lot to deal with. And based on my, I don't know how familiar you are with the disc assessment or how it works, but okay, I'll just keep it I'm basic it. though. Okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I'll just keep it basic, but Based on my scores, I now understand that I don't like confrontation. I don't like conflict, but I do want to help. I do want to serve. My S is a 99, meaning that I really want to help and like serve people. So I realized the higher I was going up in family law, the more I was just like, it was like, I wasn't happy basically. And then I realized, wait, I've qualified in the US. Now I can do something where I'm still helping customers, helping clients helping brands and businesses, but I don't have to have all the, you know, conflicts and confrontation and the tears and the, you know, anger work that comes with dealing with family law. So I put my foot into it. I opened my firm in November of last year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to plunge. I'm just going to do it. I'm tired of corporate anyway. And I just kind of stuck it out. And I've just been riding with it since last year. So nice nice yeah. I like that okay um so I don't feel like I've asked maybe every question that needs to be asked pertaining to it so can you give us just like um anything I may have missed as far as the process okay no you asked really good questions first okay. of all so um you pretty much recovered the process the timeline the actual application filing that that part's the easier part as long as you have everything together. One thing to know is just the searching before you find a trademark is so, so important to actually search and make sure that it's not conflicting with another one. 
because if it is, then you're going to pay money to get it filed and it will get rejected. So just doing your research beforehand, checking if you can check the date. A lot of people don't know this, but you can check the trademark database for free. You How can do go you do like that? you don't. So the website is called, you just type in trademark electronic search system. It's called TESS. And then it comes up with a search bar. It's a basic search. And if you have a name, you can just put it in there and it will show you all the results. So like Apple has multiple trademarks. Nike has multiple trademarks. You can go in and have a look. And it's kind of a hobby of mine. Really sad, but it's a hobby of mine <laughs> to just go in and see like what trademarks are like out there. If I meet someone, I always check, let me see if they got a trademark and I do a little, and then I see it's there and I'm like, okay. So I go into it often and just see how other companies have done it. Um, but yeah, it's open to the public and it's free. Obviously, if you want a deeper search or you don't want to do that, then maybe you can go to an attorney. But at least for that search part, you definitely can do it yourself mm. as well. So, Okay, okay. Yeah. I like that. All right. Um. So my podcast is about um, also like keeping your self-care and uh, your health on point. What are you doing outside of your brilliant mind um, and entrepreneurship? Like, what are you doing? Um, you're beautiful. How, what's your beauty routine? What's your self-care routine? I have been to London. Um, I don't know oh, yeah. if I've been to where, yes, where you are. Do you know where the Savoy is? The what? The Savoy Hotel. Oh, yeah, in like Central. Yes. So I stayed there and um yes it was wonderful and um I noticed it's like I guess I wouldn't yeah I would say like totally different than the U.S. Mm. as far as just like how everything is set up um skincare everything what yeah. is your um routine how uh do you keep happy outside of looking up trademarks <laughs> so funny. um so I actually skincare wise or like healthcare I mainly use like African products so originally I'm from Ghana and I always grew up using like the organic black soap and organic shea butter cocoa butter so that's kind of what I stick with um and I think because they're so natural it works sometimes I feel like our skincare isn't as harsh as some things in the US, but sometimes you can still, I have sensitive skin, so I just try and keep it basic. But in terms of a routine, I have been traveling a lot. And now that I'm back in the UK, at least for the next two months, I've literally just started up my new like morning routine today. As I was telling you, we had the conversation, um, getting up at five. I love, I actually really enjoy just being outside. So. We have a big yard. I go outside, I jump rope. I have a whole new workout regime. Today was not easy after yesterday, but I realized that when I do that, I feel better. Like after I feel a lot more confident. And another thing I notice is I feel more confident when I'm like really active and actually taking care of myself. And I feel more confident to show up. And I'm like, well, I went through a period where I wasn't filming any content. I wasn't really like showing up anywhere because I didn't feel confident in myself and I was like well if this is like stopping me from like it almost blocking me from my blessings then it's time to like take back control of it because 
I need to like it's up to me at the end of the day so I'm like okay we are I'm intermittent fasting I've got my 2.9 liters of water every day and just really being intentional so mm-hmm. so far so good um and I have so much more energy so are you uh getting ready for Miami I am I am I'm so excited okay it, obviously the last minute but yeah I'm very excited the last wait, time I was in Miami was that wait so did you did were you not planning on going to the conference yeah and then I you got like, the ticket or how did that work I was thinking about it because I was I'm coming in August for my birthday and for invest fest anyway mm-hmm. and so I thought maybe I should just have three months solid in the UK just you know get back to a routine and one time zone because I've been to like I've traveled about nine times already this year so I thought let me just take a break and when the whole day thing he said like yeah if you get your ticket you get into the draw and I was like let me just let me just see and then it worked so I was like okay so I just have to shift things around which I'm not mad at I'm not mad at I know it like (laughs) it's just working out okay so I'm excited to see you there yeah I've been working on I just want my butt a little bit bigger for the conference (laughs) um I I'm so excited because um not only are we going to be able to learn so much but we're going to be in the room with some pretty important people and Mm. this summer I really just wanted to focus on um, when I show up in front of people who are bigger than me and where I'm at in my life, I want to be able to not only look good on the outside, but the inside as well. And yeah. so um, you look good on the outside. What are you doing for the inside, uh, your mind, um, your clarity, uh, you're traveling a lot. So like, how do you keep your sanity there I know traveling is exhausting it's fun but it's very exhausting it is it really is especially with time zones and I think coming back from this last trip this was this will be the longest I've been in the UK now um up till July now and I realized that my mindset wasn't as strong as it used to be like I was very self-doubting I've always doubted myself but it was getting more and more extreme to the point where like I wouldn't go for certain opportunities because I just was too afraid to speak up. And so I had like a moment of reflection where I've seen that I can't just, I need to be my own like advocate. I'm advocating for others, but I need to advocate for myself as well. So mm-hmm. what I started doing is journaling. Again, I used to do that. So journaling really helps. Started saying affirmations again and listening to Jim Rohn and some other podcasts. So I never, I always hear people go on and on about Jim Rohn and I'm like, man, who's this old guy? I don't know if I want to listen to him, but I started when I got back to the UK and there's one thing he said that really has been sticking with me that helps me um, to make sure I'm being uh, intentional about my mindset. He said, beware of the thief on the street that wants to come after your purse, but even more be beware of the thief in your mind that wants to come after your promise the thief that tells you that you're not good enough that you're not smart enough that you can't make it and I'm like whoa that's the thief that has been like taking control of me for like the longest I feel like it's had such a big hold on me 
So now I am being very intentional about like, you know, renewing my mind, reading things, listening to things, doing things that I enjoy, going for walks, listening to music, whatever it may be. So mm. whatever I feel in the moment of the day is what I'm trying to do to make sure I'm always in a good like mental state. So mm-hmm. is it hard with what you do? Like for work? Not anymore, not with trademarks, no. I think I still have some difficulty where I feel like I have to like over like deliver. And I know that's always a good thing, but mine can be so extreme sometimes. And I think me working in the business by myself entirely is probably what's hurting me. I need to let go of control, which is something I'm slowly learning. I need to learn to trust people to help me and accept help where it's freely being given because I've seen people are willing to help, but I'm so quick to say, no, 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 I got this because of me thinking I have to do everything by myself, but I don't. So if if it's hard, it's because I'm making it hard for myself. So I am working to, you know, alleviate some of the things that I don't need to be doing so that I can be happy outside of um, just, yeah, just happy. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Um, let's see. Tell me something right now that makes you happy outside of like journaling. Just what brings you pure joy right now? Right now, I'm going to say my relationship with God, mm-hmm. um, that like me talking every day and taking time to listen and meditate and just knowing that, like kind of looking back at my life and all the things I've been through, knowing that I'm still standing here today, like that, all I have to do is think about that. And I'm immediately grateful. The fact that even though I'm not where I want to be and I am where I you know that saying I'm sorry I'm not where I want to be but I'm not where I used to be right just that recently has just been giving me so much like joy and motivation and just yeah so I think just that relationship that I have with God is like a major thing that is just keeping me happy keeping my sanity and just keeping me on on track so what has helped you strengthen that your relationship with God? I, I would say the difficult times more than even the good times because it's like the good times are great and you're like wow this is amazing but it's me going through like hard times throughout like so many things whether it's relationships whether it's work whether it's family whatever it may be me and even just my own like limiting beliefs me being in a low place and then being able to come out of that not by myself but through my relationship with God I think that's what has really helped because if I if it was all just good and all just rosy, I feel like I'd be grateful and I'd be happy, but I'd just be content. But just being able to be so grateful for seeing where I could have been and where I actually am now, it's, yeah, I think that really pulls me through. Like, I just have to think about how protected I am, how loved I am. And I'm like, it's like an instant, like, okay, you got this, keep going, don't stop. You're not done yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it church? Do you go to church for that? or? I do but I would say more so it's my own relationship like I'll spend time I'll read a passage I will like listen to worship songs I like I mean don't get me wrong I listen to all types of music but there's like I have the moments like in the mornings 
meditating and just like really just soaking in like what I know to be true that God has planned for my life. So just having that knowledge and the relationship and also taking time to listen. I used to be the type to just be like, oh my gosh, this is wrong. Oh my gosh, I want this. But actually just stopping to like listen for guidance, just even just stopping to be grateful has, I think that is a bigger part of it. I would say, even if I wasn't going to church, that part, that personal relationship that nobody else has, like it's me and God is like, we're in the darkest, all the doors are closed. Nobody's looking, who can you talk to? And I know I can talk to him and just, it's real to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's been the, the biggest factor. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in those times of of darkness and you're listening to your music and you're journaling and you're doing all those things, how do you differentiate the voice of how do you know God is speaking to you? Like what what is that feeling for you, if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. And I've had that question so many times, not just for me, like people just wanting to know. Mm. And it's like a almost if it's not like an if you know you know thing, but it almost is. I used to, I'm not gonna lie to you, like I my faith has grown a lot over the years. I used to be like man that's just me talking like right I'm like that wasn't God that was me like why do I keep thinking it's God and then something like so specific will happen where I'm like that couldn't have been me so it was like my faith has been tested over the years and I'm at the point now and I said this to my mom the other day and she was like bewildered but I was like mom God is like he's real like it's real this isn't just like a and she's like of course he is I'm like no 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 but like really real like I I heard (laughs) yeah like it's real like the the things I've seen like sometimes it's you might not really um trust the voice that you're hearing and I feel like as humans or myself I still always like low-key doubt like even the thing with Miami I was like I'm not gonna buy a ticket because I don't plan on going. I don't plan on spending money on a ticket. I just said I was going to stay. And then the next morning, I was like, if I buy this ticket, it's like I heard the voice of God, in in my opinion. And it was, buy the ticket, take the faith, and you will get chosen. And I was like, there's so many people who could get chosen. Like, And I'm like, so I was not sure. And then when they, you know, they didn't call my name first. They called mm-hmm. someone else's name. And I was like, man, I, and I was, you know, you're like, I knew it. But deep down, I was like, it's fine. And then he did it again and called my name. And then I heard the, like, told you kind of thing. Like, you just need to trust in me more because deep down, I did want to come to Miami. But I was thinking, maybe I should just stay grounded. But the other thing is, I'm learning that he keeps putting me in the right place to meet the right people at the right times. And that whole trip in America, that's all that was. I ended up meeting people who I never thought I would meet, people in my field, people outside of my field, and actually connecting with them. Even like you, for example, like if I didn't make that last trip, and that last trip was like a miracle in itself because I had done so much traveling. So I'm just almost, it's almost like in retrospect and in hindsight, it's 2020 where you're like, okay, this wasn't just like a chance. This was not by chance. This was like the hand of God. So Mm -hmm. how I'm taking it I was like let me take it let's see but with each one it's always uh I feel like it's always a test there's always something that's gonna make you say "Hmm, 
Uh, but that's how it builds bit by bit each time. Mm -hmm. So, And my, my connection with like morning meetup really feels godly. Something about mm -hmm. this circle is just so yeah. different from it. Shout out to morning meetup. <laughs> it's so <laughs> different than like any other circle I've been in, like just the willingness and excitement for not only our businesses, but like us as people, you can feel it every single time I'm around anyone in that circle. Yeah. And it's been... Right one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. Sure. I, I completely agree. That's exactly how I feel. Like I haven't had, it's just, and even the way I, sometimes I'm like, how did I even end up here? Because right. I'm in the UK. <laughs> and like, I'm like, how did I get this new family? I don't have what I have with the morning meetup anywhere else. Right. And so I wouldn't have opened my law firm if not for being in the morning meetup. I wouldn't have taken so many choices that I had made if not for being in the morning meetup and it's it feels very divine like this is not just a random group this is like you said like it feels like a god-driven thing so right right yeah. this is exciting are you starting a podcast is that why you're going or I am so I I had done Dave's challenge like a while ago some years ago um but I I had all the ideas and I hadn't done it yet but after going this last trip um and also I've connected with so many people who are giving me ideas for the podcast so there's two of them and now I realized how I can merge it into one because I have two audiences but I wasn't sure how to merge them and now I kind of have a clearer idea and just like utilizing people even in the morning meetup like I haven't spoken to Dave about this but speaking to people like Naya B uh Naya mm -hmm. um Ryan another guy called George they're just having hearing like bouncing their ideas off them it just I'm like wow okay so I can do this so I am starting a podcast I hope to start before I go there but a lot of my guests are in the U.S. as well so hoping to maybe do some filming when I'm there mm -hmm. um yeah so mm -hmm. I'm excited okay do you have a name I do so one of them is well I have a name for one of them I almost did the tiny mic podcast because everybody loves the tiny mic I like that <laughs> I like it I feel like it's not so um obvious like what it's about I want to help like business owners right. so it's like it's very obvious so mm -hmm. maybe a segment and then journey to attorney is the other one which is me interviewing other lawyers and attorneys about their journeys to becoming attorneys and that audience is to help like law school students people taking the bar exam because there's so many things like that alone is a journey and I want especially people who look like us I want them to have that encouragement to know that even if they have to take the bar exam four or five times like I did you can still make it you can still do it and you can still like get the dream that you want and so I want to inspire them through telling other people's stories and everyone has a story around their journey to becoming an attorney so mm -hmm. that's the that's the main one and that's the other a, one I'm still it's a big Sorry. deal becoming an attorney like it's not easy right all right I, yeah. I I did like a little thing in high school where um, that's what I originally wanted to do. And they had a little course that we could take. 
And the first day they, they gave us this amount of paperwork and stuck it on the <laughs> desk and was like, read it. And I was like, what? Yeah, read it. You have a day. I was like, what? <laughs> so I know that um, you're quite an incredible woman to even put up with it, do it, and to be where you are now and to be able to help people, especially that look like us, is a very big deal. And I definitely salute you for that. Um, so yeah and I'm excited for your podcast because a lot of people um, definitely need that encouragement to keep going in that profession so that's amazing Um, so we got a couple minutes left um, so we can actually go ahead and close this out Um, can you close this out with a word for um, the audience and just let them know um anything anything you want to say say it okay well I think the what's on my heart to say right now is just for anyone listening whatever business you're in whether you don't have a business whether you're venturing thinking about it just don't give up don't give up on your dream don't give up on your ideas don't give up on your plans even if it takes a long time that time will come so I just want to encourage you, don't give up, don't let it go, just keep going and you will reach your destination. So that's what I'd like to say. And I think that's it. <laughs> and let them know how they can reach out to you, um, find your podcast, all that type of stuff. Okay, so um, Instagram is E-L-L-E-O-N-E-S-Q. And you have to YouTube track. go ahead and spell L-L-E-O-N. Yeah. <laughs> I like saying it like people know. <laughs> okay, so E L E L Y O N is my name, and then E S Q. So that's on Instagram, and the same thing on YouTube. Uh, when the videos start coming out, it's still loading. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, they're watching now. And they're going to be waiting. Thank you so much. This was an amazing, amazing podcast. We learned so much. We had so much uh, introspection of just how you've been able to um mentally stay focused and push yourself as well so thank you so much um yeah that that's it and we're thank out you. Bye, guys. thank you bye